Hello. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of the Family Gathering Podcast. Roy, we're back. I'm happy. Um, I have been wanting us to do these for a long time, and it just... It just hasn't happened, so I'm glad it's finally happening because I love just catching up with y'all, talking about a movie. I'm disappointed we didn't do Oppenheimer and Barbie. That's on yeah, us. Yeah, very tough look, actually, for a movie podcast. Um, so I'm sorry to all four of you listening. Um, I think it's like 16. 16. Um, the average. That's on us. But I'm happy to be back, and we have... BSR coming in and Julian, our other cousin, coming in, which we're excited about. So the point of this podcast or theme will be <coughs> end of summer. I think we did we've done two of these in a row, maybe at least one, and I think it's a good little a good little annual tradition for us. It really kind of puts together how lucky we are, what incredible summers we're able to have. And just talk a lot about some of our favorite, whether it's songs, movies, shows, places we went. Um, it's just always fun to recap and kind of just rehash what you did. Yeah, NFL's coming on. Absolutely. And we got BSR in the house. How you doing? Hey, hey. What's up? Can you hear me, guys? Yep. Okay, yeah, awesome. Nice, nice. Oh, man. I'm so happy we're doing this um, again. It's been so long. And now we're all in college. Well, except for you, Isaiah, because you graduated. But Thank you. <laughs> um, wow, it's um, it's awesome. How are you guys doing? Pretty well, actually. I was in Las Vegas last weekend, and I got COVID. So I'm, but I'm pretty much done recovering from it. Like I'm out of quarantine. Damn, breaking oh, news. Shit. Yeah, I mean it's fine. Nothing like actually bad happened, but um, right. I missed our I missed our football game last night, and we tied. So it's probably the worst thing about it, and it kind of sucks because like apparently once you have it, you're good after a certain amount of days. Even if you do have it, you're like not contagious. So I think I could have played last night, but I didn't. So yeah, yeah, but I'm Speaking I'm doing well. Football. Let's get in a little. A quick little take on last night's game, the reigning champion Kansas City Chiefs. They were pretty depleted. They didn't have their second-best offensive player and their best defensive player, but they lost to the Lions. What was your takeaway, Rook? Well, people in the preseason were really hyping up the Lions, and I didn't see it, and I still don't really see it. Um, like, they got C.J. Gardner-Johnson from the Eagles. He's good defensively. But, and they're talking they're going to have this superstar offense. And they make make the playoffs, but I don't see them as a contender or anything. And then Kansas City, you know, as you're saying, they're missing their two, two of their stars. But um, I do think they should look to try and sign or trade for either a receiver or a good running back because his, his weapons are not very um, – very, there's not much depth with his weapons, even though there wasn't last year and they won the Super Bowl. So we'll see. What about you? 100%. I think for me, I definitely underestimated how bad the receivers were. I mean, I, I try to study training camp uh, videos, news, notes, articles, and like you get the feeling that Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. He can make anyone good. And 
the sad reality is if your receivers just can't get open, there's only so many times you can throw like the most perfect pass right there. I mean, it's just not a smart pass most of the time. And if your receivers aren't getting open, you're, you're not going to win football games. So they definitely need Travis Kelsey back, which might be enough because once you get that one superstar, then the other the defense's best players on him, and then there's a trickle-down effect. So now Kadarius Tony's getting guarded by an inferior player, and that can help, really. That's all they need. But I yeah. think they could trade for someone like Mike Evans, who clearly could be available because the Bucks won't extend him. But that'll be enough football chat for us for He's today. He's good. I don't want yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, we're all back. Um, college has just started up again. Well, can't believe it. <clears throat> I can't believe it's already been like two weeks about since it all started, you know. You've been there for two uh, weeks? Yeah, I've been here. Oh, yeah, you've been there for a little longer, right? Yeah, I've been closer to a three and a half. I think yeah. four. There's no, no way. Really? You've been four there for weeks, a month? Bro. Three weeks. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that that is crazy, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I got here like the 21st. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Two and a half. Huh. Anyway. Five. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Um, Where's the local legend? I want to, we can't yeah, get into our, our like segments with that. Yeah, one. we're just biding time. Um, what? Oh, oh, because we're waiting for him? Yeah, we don't want to have to re explain yeah. the topic way before and after he gets in. That's true. Yeah, yeah. We got to wait for our <laughs> local touch. I have a yeah, topic. So what, oh, so uh, Go. what shall we be dis- discussing today, you guys? Well, that's what he didn't want to say because then he'll have to say it again when Julian. Oh, oh well. Uh... It's a secret so far, except for when they read the descriptions and then watch the episode, listen to the episode. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, it'll exactly. be fun. But, the uh, entire um, element of surprise. Oh, yeah. you guys fun. have stories party tomorrow night, right? Well, I'm not going back to Isaiah's. Yeah. Isaiah and Julian, the get the boo. the boo. That'll be fun. Yeah, let's see if he comes. <laughs> I'll represent the cousins well. Story, you. Julian. Oh, no, like three of her friends. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fun. You never know. You literally never know what is going to go on with those types of parties. Because, like, you see, like, her main friend. I mean, I know most, most, well, a lot of her friends. But then, like, you get some randoms. And you get, like, the crazy guys who just, like, dude. Oh, my God. You really know. You really don't know what's going to happen. Guys, I know exactly what to talk about while Julian's not here. This is some big news that came out today. What? Did you hear... About the Diary of a Wimpy Kid Christmas Cabin Fever release coming. Dude, of course, or a movie? of course, this is the thing that you think is important to talk about right now. But <laughs> is um, it a book no. or a movie? Movie. Ooh. Animated. Wow. Oh, yeah. I think uh, I have interest in that IP. That, that was a great book. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just the voice acting for the animated is just not as good. They should have had the old cast come in. Have we done a Diary of a Wimpy Kid rewatch for the show? For the podcast? Well, I, for this I, podcast? I don't think so. I don't think so, but that we definitely talk fun. about, it's like that and Curb and Daffy Duck and yeah. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> we mentioned Diary of a Wimpy Kid that much. 
I think there's some uh, Attack on Titan news coming out October 4th. Oh, oh yeah. No way. What, the yeah. second to last part one of the part three ending? Yeah. Well, they're gonna <laughs> they're dubbing, putting it in English, the hour special we just had earlier this year. And then he just said October 4th there'll be news. So the news will be an announcement for one of the news. Uh, yeah. Did you, did you guys hear? Oh, oh okay. Awesome. He's coming. Uh, did you guys hear about Charles Martinet, the guy who voiced Mario and like other characters, is, is uh, retiring? I did hear about Damn. that. Yeah, dude, that's like such a generational thing. Like, that's the only voice I can ever imagine. One of the most iconic characters, not just video game, but just characters of all time. Like, that's a, honestly, I think, pretty big news. It's like nothing, you know, it's not like world changing or anything, but I just think True. it's really interesting. Like, it's 30 years of him doing that. I think that's, I don't know. That's some that's valuable insight. And we do want to give uh, props to BSR. He passed his black belt test, and we're, oh, uh, thank you. we're pretty ecstatic. Respect, bro. Wow. Yeah. Thank Snaps you. All thank around. you. Yeah, he's been um, working for like, I think just over a decade on it. So, yeah. You know. It's been a. Uh, Yo, yeah, yeah. what's good? Let's should I, should I speak up. about that or like, should we just move on? Yeah, bro, let's give, we'll give you a minute to cook. Go. Okay, give me a minute because uh, obviously it's not about me. But yeah, I mean, I can't believe it was already about two weeks ago that I passed the, oh yeah, exactly two weeks ago that I passed my black belt test. But it was um over 11 years in the making actually blood sweat and tears that went into this training and just the relationship i have with my sensei has just been life-changing as well as just the endurance and dedication i put into it. it's like one probably one of definitely one of the biggest days of my life and i learned so much and i feel more confident and more fit and aware and other and among other things and it's impossible to all put all the perspectives in one minute, but I, it was a huge day. So thank you, you guys. What was the biggest takeaway you learned either from your sensei or from the past decade plus of training that you still hold close to you now? Like something I learned just about myself or. Yeah. About yourself or the sensei. Well, I think just about well for me yeah those are kind of two different questions but uh, I think myself is that I can really I mean there as you guys know like I mean like this and with these are two the two biggest accomplishments this and getting off my cedar meds and both of those things I've learned how to be uh, what do you call it? determination and like be able to work through things that are really challenging and really like sometimes you know we can I can feel you know feel like so much pressure uh just in my life but it's it's like just being able to chase that set a goal and just and to chase it and to push through it and push through the hardest times like physically the mental time because i was i dedicated like just in karate for example there are things throughout my life where i had to put off or couldn't do because i wanted this so much more for my life um and yeah that's that's just something like just the 
not just the dedication, but like the sacrifices that you make, you know, like you hear any, and you guys with, with your basketball, you can hear do that in anything, but something that not only was just like a, a test or, or, or something that was coming up soon, it was like over 10 years. And I, I aspired to that goal and I, and I reached it. Hundred yeah. percent, and we're yeah. all super proud of you on that front. Thank you. Um, Thank I you. want to segue into today's theme, so it's going to be end of summer, and it's like I mentioned earlier. I want to do song of the summer. I want to do your favorite movie of the summer, favorite show, favorite um whether it was vacation or place or experience you had, and let's just dive all into it. But first off, I think we have to start with the boo, Julian. I don't expect you to have song of the summer ready. So I just want to ask how everything's going at SC. You're back in L.A. What's life like? I also want to just say how much you're going to enjoy football starting at 10, not 1 on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, probably, probably wake up past that on most Sundays. And just wake up to West Coast. I think you literally said that a last time. Yeah, but we're just reiterating because it's in two days. So Yeah. Um... No, SC's been good so far for all the fans that are tuned in. Uh, <laughs> I'm announcing my uh, my pledging for the fraternity Pi Kappa Alpha. Ooh, nice. Wow. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, let's go. Um, he couldn't so get Roger Schefter to scoop it, so he's announced him at our pod. <laughs> yeah. You guys heard it here first exclusively on this podcast. That's um, sick, bro. Nah, but um, it's been fun so far. They've been throwing a lot of parties. I've been meeting new kids. Like, some of them are really cool. I mess with them. Um, and, yeah, like, obviously it's a big time commitment and stuff, but I think hopefully it'll be worth it. Oh, the time commitment. Yeah, it will. Um, at the beginning, I'm sure, but then once that's over, you're just yeah. – you can use it as it's a place like... to go to whenever you want and not go with yeah. the reward. Yeah, it's a commitment as much as you want. And how's the hotel life? The hotel life is, it could, like, I can complain all I want, but at least I'm in a hotel, you know? Like, it's true. The The worst part about it is the the commute, the, the constant Ubering there and back and having to Damn. carve out extra time so that I can, you know... Um, Wait for an Uber, like hope that it doesn't like make a wrong turn or something, which has happened a lot already. Like on its way to uh to my address, and then um just go through the LA traffic. Just those three things. Like even though it's like less than a mile, it's probably like a mile from campus, or no, 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 more than a mile, but it's not that far from campus. Like it still can be like a twenty twenty five minute ordeal in total. Yeah, you know, I mean, I feel like it just teaches you how to be prepared and how to be like extra ready and for for anything. But that's a really hard thing. I mean, you know me. I mean, I don't think I could (laughs) could be doing that. Takes me like four times longer to do anything. So like, shit, man, it must be hard. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but it's nice getting my bed made and stuff. Oh Yo, hell yeah! Bad. That's so fire, dude. That's like something I didn't even think about. It. They'll make your bed. They like, they can restack your waters. That's... Yeah, there yeah. are some good things. Like you're much safer in a hotel than an apartment. 
Um, yeah, that's true. And um, oh, what was I gonna say? Oh, but I don't have a closet or a fridge, so no mini fridge. Mm-hmm. No. Oh no. Kind of beat, bro. Do you have a kitchen? No. Yeah. I've been Uber eating like every night. <laughs> well, does that count toward the the Uber? Yeah, probably. You what do you mean? Like the per diem, right? Does Uber Eats count toward that? Well, it's well, I get the hundred dollars a day, but and then I just use that hundred or like, in essence, I'm taking that a hundred dollars and spending it on the Ubers and the food. So the food That's part. The of food that. counts as what? Like part of the hundred dollars, because Uber could be Uber Eats or using it. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, that's good. That's good. Anyway, boys, I think we're ready for song in the summer. This is our first end of summer <laughs> list. You're ready for song of the check, summer. Let me check my Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I need to. Uh... Dude, you know, I'm like you, Isaiah. We don't just have like the song of the summer. That's yeah. what we should have been. That's what the podcast. <laughs> All right. I, got I know. It. I know. Uh, Roy, do you, you have a song of the summer? Metro Spider. Wow. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Even though it came out last year. Wait. Okay, okay, it came out last year. That makes more sense. But it's between uh, Rodeo Drive and Fuck You Means. Bro, those are two of my three. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And like two of the three songs I know came out this summer. Is that like Travis Scott's album? Dude, those are because it has to come out in summer. Like Don Toliver's album was incredible, but it came out earlier this year. Oh wait, it's it has to be like a song that came out this summer, or like it could come out in May and and like had some legs played along the. I thought it was Spider Man album that you were listening to like this summer. How about we can do both? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So, Roy, why did you like Rodeo Drive? Uh, it's just gonna put hype. your music analysis skills to the test. No, no, we're not doing this. I just like the song. It was fun. <laughs> it's upbeat. It's hype. You put it in a car. You play it loud. That's it's perfect. Simple. Incredible analysis. Wow, that is as deep as it gets. <laughs> a shallow surface level breakdown. Yeah, no, no, no. that was, that was super solid. Um, yeah, I like it. Like Bowen, you're up. <laughs> Uh, shit. Well, I guess it definitely has to be <laughs> the Boogie Woogie Stomp by Albert Hammonds. There's no way that came out before 1980. <laughs> nah, I'm just joking. I, I honestly have no idea for you guys, but maybe, maybe something to do with, uh, I don't know, Drake. No, that would be a lie. I, I don't know. You didn't even come but, out. Uh, yeah, you didn't even come out. What did what did you say? He didn't what? even come out with the song yet this summer, so that was that was a tough oh, wow. segment Let's on your see. part. Of the so car. that's how up that's how up to date I am. How about Isaiah? You give us probably yours. Jimi Hendrix, you guys. <laughs> no, it has to be a song from this I'm summer. I'm joking, dude. You know me. Like, let me go to my um. Isaiah, like, what's your song? Yeah, All right, Isaiah, my song. Go. I, here, I'm going to go with my song because this kid can't name a song past 1980. 
So <laughs> I would probably go I Know by Travis Scott. It was on the biggest album of the summer, Utopia. I mean, that album is smashing records. Every song has millions of streams. I think, you know, whenever a big artist comes back after five years, you have two challenges. One, you have to make sure you recapture that audience by having so many different types of sounds. And two, you have to make sure that each sound is great. Like, you can have restaurants such as the Cheesecake Factory that have big, big menus, but not everything's good. With Travis, you have to have a big menu, and he had to deliver on every song. I think he delivered the best on I Know, which was like a really good melancholic song that had a very simple, like easy, repeatable chorus, but it was also pretty like introspective, and he was talking about like the the hardships of being with a girl late at night sometimes and it was just so catchy and he chose like the coolest eerie beat that i just loved it and it's like full-on late night summer vibe i played it a lot um in new york city when we were together and just driving at night it's it's perfect i have a song after uh um i'd say the song that i Listen to the okay. most this summer. Or no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, that that came out this summer was probably "Love" by Travis Scott and Kid Cudi. That's, I think it's that one. I really like that song off the album. Might be my favorite one. That was good, I'll dude. Really, I really like Modern Jams. I um. I heard that um love actually he started making it in 2014. No way. That's crazy. Yeah. I think I'm nine pretty... years in the making. Yeah. I'm wow. pretty sure. Is it, it, does it live up to the hype? Yeah. It's a really good song. That's cool. Yeah. It, I think what that's really interesting about Ken Cuddy is that he's come back this past, like, what, three or four years, I would say. From, from I mean, mm. he used to be like an old school, like 90s, 2000s rapper. And I used to really, I mean, I like his old stuff. And then he like didn't really, no one knew about him for what, 10 or so years, at least very, at least in a very mainstream kind of sense. And then he came back and really like uplift him himself with new artists. And I think that's really cool. That's well said, dude. He definitely recaptured a young audience. And I like his music. Yeah, a lot yeah. of it I, I don't connect with, but the stuff that hits, it hits. Like love. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you um, have a song right here. Yes. Um, it's... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Where did it go? Oh, hold on. Stand by. <laughs> Stand by. What's the album... Um, what's that Moon song called in... in um, in uh in in Gunna's album with Fucky Main. Oh no way. I know what you're talking about. It's um what's it called? Back to the Moon. Back to the Moon. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Good song choice. See? I like that song. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Good. I don't know Horrible. why. Just it just has a good beat and I like the time. Dude, easy, breezy, good song. Beezers, we're proud of you. <laughs> Are we ready for movie of the summer? Oh, I am. Oh my god, dude. Roy. Oh, you've no, been uh, you've been silent for a while. Um, I would definitely go with Spider Verse. This was a great movie for summers. Great summer for movies. I was talking about it with my friend um a couple of days ago, like how good it was. But I'd definitely sp- say Spider Verse two. 
was the best in terms of um, yeah. the animation, the storytelling, the writing, the character moments. It was emotional. It was sad. It was um, really fun. Like, the action sequence were great. They had an amazing villain, and I'm putting air quotes because, like, there's more of an antagonist than an actual villain. Yeah. Um, but it had a great twist. The story was amazing, and, like, Spider-Man's maybe my favorite, one of my favorite characters just in in media in general and to see see that movie was awesome and um the last the ending like 10 minutes where everything kind of builds up and then they hit us with the like next summer in uh next spring it was supposed to be like early march zero chance of that's happening um hopefully Literally, we can yeah. get it next summer but i'm honestly fine waiting until 2025 just so they can work on it um and mm-hmm. not be pressed or like in awful working conditions. <laughs> yeah. I I think movies in general now are just getting pumped out just like left and right and it's the quality have gone worse. So I would rather wait like many years for a, a, another the part 2 than I mean I mean hey if it's going to be great as soon as it comes out then awesome but like if it's not you're right really I, I agree with that. Rather lo- wait Thank longer. you. For the quality, yeah, dude. Spider-Verse is a great choice. That movie, and it's really hard to connect those four quadrants. I feel like it did. Like, um, what quadrants? Uh, younger male, older male, younger female, older female. It oh, got like oh. every demographic because it was just so relatable. It was fun. It was. It had the twists, the turns, and um, you know, it really delivered as the second movie in a saga. And this, this Spider-Verse is just. I think it's just a revelation. It shows how how much care they put into the movies. I mean, when did the first one come out? They had like 2018. Yeah, they had five years in between movies, like you were saying, Bo. And that's, I don't think it's a coincidence that five years later, not clearly not rushed, they came out with a great movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to add on, Roy. This is yeah. maybe a shocking statement by me. I like the second one more than the first one. Well. Me too. I did yeah. too, yeah. Yeah, but I'm, yeah, I'm like Mr. Oh, oh yeah, uh, he's, he's Mr. Original. He's like only original Jurassic Park, <laughs> only original <laughs> Avengers, only original anything. And I'm like, bro, just because like it's the first one doesn't mean it's better. I tried rewatching Jurassic Park one time and like... <laughs> So I couldn't make it through to like when hit. the T Rex even broke out. God, come on, man. What's worse, that or ET? No, Jurassic Park is definitely better. <laughs> Bro, stop. All right, let's let Julian hop in. Oh man, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go Spider Spider Man as well. That shit was so fucking good. Like, heat. like it was um, it was really good the first watch. But then like I watched it again with my other friend, and everything just clicked. Like everything that I didn't Lucky. understand the first time that I that I watched it, like it all made so much more sense the second time. Like I picked up on like. A bunch of like tiny details, like nuances, like and obviously the animation is just like anything I've unlike anything I've ever seen in my entire life, and I was just Mm -hmm. very, very impressed. And while like the cliffhanger did like it was 
Obviously, I wanted to see what happened after that, but like, <laughs> take away from like how enjoyable the movie was. Really, Dude, lucky you got that. to see it a second time, bro. No one, every time I asked, they're like, "Yeah, let's go," and it just didn't happen. And then, yeah. <laughs> Can you remember anything you actually did notice a second time that enhanced the viewing experience? I know it's tough to think of specific details. I think. I understood more like the end part where um yeah he was in I was a little confused when like at the very end when he went back when he um went back into the universe but it wasn't his universe yes there was something about that, that there was something about that that was confusing though for me the first time and then it made sense the second time I don't know or or no 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 I'm sorry like, there were, like, certain things that I think, like, the Prowler said. Or, or not the Prowler. Ugh, his, I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> we, we're, it's all good, bro. I fully get that. At the end was, it was the most exhilarating 10 minutes because so many different things were starting to happen. And then, like, you get flipped. Oh, my God. He's not in his universe. Wait, there's another Miles. Wait, he's the Prowler. So, I feel that. It was definitely a blur of um, emotions. What about you, Bob? A lot of... Oh, a lot of things to tie up in those last few minutes. Um, I, I mean, uh, man, it's Spider-Man. But, like, if I had to choose something else, because you got, you you really enjoying the Spider-Man people. Uh, I would probably, probably say, dude, I I just want to say before I go into this, I'm so happy we got to see, like, all these big movies together with the gang with, like, Preston. William and yeah and uh, yeah that was that was great you know I'm glad we got to see so many movies like some of my other friends or like my parents are like Story and Grady were like hey do you want to see like whatever I'm like oh no I'm seeing it with the crew you know <laughs> <laughs> like I'm seeing it with my movie crew um, the movie crew yeah that's we're in a movie crew but if I had to choose it would probably be uh so we saw Mission Impossible, Spider-Man, Oppenheimer, and Barbie, right? Those are those are That's the only one four. Those well, are the ones. Mario. No. It was uh, that. Oh, Mario was gay. Jennifer Lawrence oh. movie. That was that was good. also really oh. funny. I didn't yeah. see Jennifer Lawrence. Okay, I would I would say um, Oppenheimer, and I know I I don't even know need to have you Isaiah say what your favorite <laughs> was either. But Soul is uh, thunder. I'll just I'll just I'll just. Yeah, it's okay. You go. Even. I want to hear your uh, <laughs> Oppenheimer. Uh, for sure. I mean, dude, that's honestly, ironically, that's a hard. De- this question is a hard decision because they're all really good. Even I mean, Barbie was incredible. Like, I we should like Barbie was well talk about like all of them. But yeah. Oppenheimer was. I'm gonna just gonna say this straight up, and I think you already know this, but I don't love. I think. In some aspects, Chris Nolan is brilliant. In some aspects, he's, like, too weird for me. And I don't understand. I don't, like, love everything he does. But this was cool. Because this was straight up, like, a historical um, movie. And, of course, like anything, there are things I, I, I didn't like or didn't understand or whatever. But overall, the acting, the, the biggest thing was I, I haven't seen a movie in a long time except for, like, you know, I'm Mr. Old Movie as, as well. But, like, in the old movies, I feel like there hasn't been acting 
like this in a very long time, maybe with the exception of like Fablemans, but like generally speaking, popular movies, the acting was just peak, man. Like it was Robert Downey, Robert Downey Jr. Cooked. was just insane the entire movie. Like, I was yeah. like, who is this guy? Was this Iron Man? <laughs> like, seriously. And I think that's the best part of that movie is even if yeah, I mean yeah the movie was good but like the acting was really what it was for me and then I thought the last sequence um, with the uh, Oppenheimer and Einstein moment with the uh, with the earth and like what he created and that sequence where everyone's like dying from the atomic bomb and like I mean, from um, like in his head. I mean, it obviously yeah, actually happened, but that was a crazy scene. Like, just really very interesting stuff um, in that movie. Um, you know, like it was just, and it was an artistic way of portraying, like, just this this um, this horrific event. Because to be honest, I think I would have learned a lot more if I just watched a documentary. But this was interesting in a different way. And being at the Chinese theater and having the the film break down. Oh, that was so good. Of the movie. And took like 20 minutes for it to, 15 to 20 minutes for it to resume was just hilarious. I've never, in my mind, you guys, I was thinking like, this is real film. I've never seen a movie uh, with real film before. Maybe like a few times, you know, maybe a few times. But this is a like, you know, at a real movie theater, and I was thinking about how my, you know, how my dad or you know my grandparents used to say or just stuff I've heard like, oh, it happens when the film kind of, you know, is gets screwed or the sound or whatever, and that's exactly what happened, and it just made the whole experience so much more enjoyable in my opinion. Maybe you pissed off people, but it made my experience more enjoyable. So. That was a good time. Dude, very well said. I mean, I don't want to add too much to that because it was just incredible. No, no. This is your sign. Time to sign (laughs) for Oppenheimer. You've been waiting for like seven years for this movie. (laughs) All right. right, I'll I'll go on. My movie of the summer, as great as Spider-Verse was, Spider-Verse is a clear two. Also, shout out Mission Impossible. Very solid third. Like, that was just a blast of a movie. Um. I gotta go Oppenheimer. The this type of filmmaking just really doesn't <laughs> happen that much anymore. He's filming seventy percent of the movie with these massive, incredibly immersive IMAX cameras. Which what are so cool about the cameras and Nolan was talking about it is he says, yeah, they're amazing for these big action sequences and explosions, but I really wanted to use them to show like faces and emotion and when you see those IMAX cameras like in the courthouse or in Los Alamos and it's just like super close up on characters as they're talking and you can see like Bowen said the actors really just pop off like I don't know if you guys remember but near the end of the movie when Robert Downey Jr.'s character Louis Strauss was getting exposed he goes in like his little room with his lawyer and he starts freaking out but like he twitches and smiles for a second and um, the camera just so clearly 
showed that because it was you could see his whole face on the screen and i'm like bro this guy's such a good actor oh my goodness and the actual plot of the movie i forget exactly how nolan put it but it's three hours and he said the first half is kind of like a a coming of age movie where you see a younger oppenheimer start to to grow through university and learn physics the second half is like almost a heist espionage thriller as they're trying to kind of beat the the Germans and the Russians in this nuclear race. And then the third hour just transforms into a full-on courthouse legal thriller. So yeah. I thought the movie was so versatile in the way it did that. I think my favorite scene probably was the the basketball gym scene where, like, after of the course. ball goes off. Just that level of filmmaking where you think in real life, all they were doing in filming was people were cheering and, like, Killian Murphy was going off with his emotions and his starstruck, just horrific face. And then through editing and the sound effects and how Nolan shot it, and you just are put into like this horror movie. And then when he steps into the corpse, like just nothing, just complete blackness. It, it was just like shocking to watch. I was like, when I first watched out with you guys, I turned to my mom. I'm like, is that a corpse? <laughs> yes i think it is i was i was just thinking to myself oh my god what surreal filmmaking like you don't really feel stuff a lot in movies sometimes you can enjoy a movie i'll say even such as mission impossible not to like throw astray at them because it was a great movie but i didn't feel anything like i felt in oppenheimer and something like that well yeah i also uh really liked when at the end, he's talking to Albert Einstein, and Albert Einstein's like, they hate you now or whatever, but they'll be giving you medals and later on. And then it flash forwards to him receiving medals from, like, the government or whatever, just showing everything he said was right. That's a great point. It was good makeup, too. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was uh, they'll turn their back on you, and then they'll come back with their hands out. Um I thought, oh, so I got to rewatch it, by the way. I saw it twice in theaters, which okay, I, I, love it. Yeah. I rarely see movies twice in theaters. I'll mention one of the cooler things that it was very small. That you I went noticed. with dad? Yeah, that I noticed on the second watch. He loved it even more the second time. Oh, um, wow. Other than the Trinity test, which obviously, like, seeing it again and even watching it the first time, you know the test. If you know any history whatsoever, it wasn't going to blow up in the Trinity test. Or it was, but they were going to be fine. Yeah. But watching the Trinity test again, you still feel the tension because obviously you know the test goes well, it blows up, but everyone's safe. The atmosphere doesn't ignite, but you're watching the way he's... He has the crazy... Ludwig Gornson went off with the music in this scene. It's like... It even had a ticking clock in it. And they were just showing everyone get prepared. They were showing it get windy and dark and rainy just as they kept preparing for this test and how everyone kept freaking out. They had the classic hand over the button shaking. And I'm like, I know what's happening. And I still felt the tension again. When we first saw it, Bo, and I was like holding your hand. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and then yeah, I think I'd wrap so it up awesome. with um the, the coolest thing that I noticed on Second Watch. Super small details. But you just notice how polished of a filmmaker Chris Nolan is. For example, in one of the the courthouse scenes, when they're flipping between Killian Murphy's um, interrogation and then the black and white one with Robert Downey Jr., 
you see Killian Murphy be like, is anyone going to tell the truth finally? Because everyone just comes in. They keep lying and lying and lying to uh, to Jerry West, mm-hmm. Roy. And yeah. Nolan, such thick editing. After um, Oppenheimer says that, the guy who plays him. After Oppenheimer says, yeah. is anyone going to going to tell the truth nolan's editing flips to the black and white fo- uh video of rami malik walking up to the stage and he ends up telling the truth and first watch you never notice that because you're like oh he tells the truth but you're not thinking what was said that's seen before but that type of slick editing where it's kind of hinting that he's gonna tell the truth but you don't know it yet that stuff was so cool to watch again yeah well well said um, I nice. I'm not a huge fan of it. Boo, let's talk. I mean, I feel like we've had this same conversation like five times already, but, but not on the pod. Though. Not on the pod. I just think, <laughs> um, I think it had a very good start, but I started to notice that the music was too loud, and like I genuinely could not understand like. 30 to 40 percent of the dialogue and so after every scene after every like 15 seconds when he would suddenly switch to a different like scene or like point in time like i would be left like a little confused about what had just previously happened happened and then so like if i'm confused with what previously happened then the next scene is not going to make a hundred percent sense and then so i just like yeah for sure went on i had like a like a lower and lower grasp of what was going on obviously i was like i knew like the general the gist of things but like (laughs) and then like regarding like the million characters that were in the movie and like um just it was the, a lot of characters. Really fast-paced. It felt like, like I felt like no. There are very few scenes longer than like a minute, and um, and I also thought it was a little too long. I was just like getting. It's not that I was bored. It's just like by the end, it was just like peak confusion. And I was just getting like frustrated that I didn't know what was going on, like that I couldn't totally understand what was going on or here and so i was just like i was fed up by the end to be honest that makes sense it's kind of tough that you couldn't understand what they were saying because maybe that would have changed your mind a little bit i don't know maybe your your movie theater was an imax or something but it was like it was like not like big imax maybe he definitely has had like detractors talk about the the sound mixing of his films so that's not like unique at all so i i fully get that but um hopefully (laughs) if you ever rewatch it again and are able to hear what's going on you can enjoy it a bit more i i don't see you rewatching it no i i i agree honestly with those points but i I still i understood well the parts i understood i really enjoyed and the parts i didn't i was like oh well i'll read about it later Uh, oppenheimer ending explained i was curious did anyone did any of you guys watch a movie you had never seen this summer that came out i don't know like five to 20 years ago that you really enjoyed uh i did actually Oh, I just saw Interstellar this uh, summer. First that was time? actually insane. Like, Bro, that, that movie's so, so cool. good. That was some Nolan Redemption stuff. I know. 
Bro, you watch it like, for the first time. They, meme, they always meme like the saddest part of the movie. <laughs> I know. So like, yeah. yeah, I like knew what I Loki knew like the biggest plot point. Yeah. <laughs> like is when he was in like the the uh spoiler obviously. When he was in the the bookshelf and he's telling himself not to go, people are like, like no, me telling no. myself not to draft like Cooper Cup. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, oh, that's a great meme. <laughs> um, besides, oh, I saw, I also saw No Country for Old Men, which I thought was oh. like hella overrated. I didn't mess with that. Oh, I, I saw like Spirited Away. Oh, oh, nice. Was that nice. good? Oh, these are some good yeah, movies. Yeah, really got. good. You know what was yeah, really yeah. entertaining? War Dogs. Movie. Have you guys heard of that? Bro, yeah. yeah, I watched that for the first time like four months ago with Jonah Hill. Yeah, same. I watched it at the beginning of the summer. It was so good. It was sick. Roy Bowen, highly recommend. It's it's a Jonah Hill movie. That's what cool. more do you need? That's oh, awesome. awesome. Yeah, War Dogs. Yeah, it's let a me, little let more me write that down. Dramatic. Um, and I also list. just saw The Shining for the first time. That movie ah. scares me, bro. I don't know about you. Nah, it wasn't that scary, but it was still good. It definitely scares me. Our boy Ray, his dad acting out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's... Yeah. I haven't seen that, but that's definitely... I don't like horror horror movies, as you know, but I think I, I do it. want to watch that. Just because Julian, it's you saw some heat this summer. Yeah, dude, I watch a lot of movies. It's hard to remember, but I watched a, a really old movie, but a very good movie uh, with uh, James Dean in it. Hey. Uh, yeah, I saw um, a, Re- a Rebel Without a Cause, and that was very good. Um, nice. I saw, I saw that. I saw, oh my God, what else did I, wait. What else did I watch? I definitely watched. Was Creed 3 this oh, summer? That was Spring Break. Oh, I, I saw March, Creed Spring Break. actually. But that's that's new. That's not older. Creed 3 is awesome. I saw other ones that I, I can't think of right now, but that was one of them for sure. But I just. That's a I class. definitely watched a lot of good stuff throughout this summer, which was which was really nice to do that. Julian, you, you had a stacked roster, dude. I think um, yeah. I remember liking the villain in No Country for Old Men. Thought it was a good film, but definitely a little bit um, overrated. Oh, and I also saw another really good movie. Oh, right. It's called, it's called About Time. I'm only knowing this because I, I log like the movies I watch. Um, Letterboxd? Yeah, Letterboxd. Nice. Um, with, it's with Rachel McAdams. It's like a it's a romance but it's so freaking good like basically it's about this guy who um who has it's like it's it doesn't take away from the movie at all but he basically finds out he has this power and like the lineage of like men in his family where he can like go back in time to any previous point and um and then so he meets this girl and then like um they hit it off, but then he doesn't like for some reason they lose contact or something. So he just keeps on going back and he kind of like it's kind of mm-hmm. weird, but he kind of just like engineers this relationship to like perfection. But then obviously there are there are issues that come with that. But that was actually like a really like heartwarming. Like, Dude, I've never heard of this. Thank you. Yeah. Stacked cast. It's got Barbie. It's got Davy Jones. Vanessa oh, yeah. Margot Robbie plays a very small. Not that like. Oh, she was third on the cast. 
Dude, thank mm. you for putting me on. I'll absolutely add that. That's the type of film like I would never see unless someone like you recommended no, Like same, same, I, but it was really good. It was called what? About time. time. About time. Yeah, I highly recommend that if you just want. Well, right, then maybe I'll write that down movie. as well. I've I just started. Well, actually, at the end of this, well, middle of the summer, I started this list of books, uh, shows, and movies and documentary lists. So that's been really helpful, like looking at what I want to watch and do when I have the free time, which is hard to find. But when Roy, how was Spirited Away? It was so yeah. good, though. Like, it's really nothing what I thought it would be like. This little girl basically gets stuck in an enchanted land, and I don't even know what, like, the main thing in the movie. She just kind of has to escape, but she kind of just finds herself, and she, like, becomes so much more mature by the end of the movie. And what really separated was the animation and just the storytelling. Like, he would take time just when she was getting on a bus to, like, go somewhere. He would just have like minimal music, no no audio or no talking, and she would just go on the bus with like her ghost friend, and they would just sit there and they just show that, and then the, um, like the scenes yeah, the around. Story it, it was just really good. Um, and yeah. I'm in this Japanese class now, and I think they're gonna have us watch a Princess of like Mononoke. So I'm looking forward to that because I heard some people say that's better than Spirit Away, and it's by the same uh, studio. So, yeah, I want to watch Ponyo. Yes, I saw that when uh, I was like with six. You. I remember it was good, but like I was also sick. yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be cool <laughs> to watch it with you. Right? I mean, I'm glad you watched Spirited Way. Ali actually told me about it, uh, and we actually watched it in like I think we we're in Hawaii or something like a while ago, and then I recently rewatched it, um, and. It was yeah, it's a great movie. I want to want more. I want to watch more of that. That's uh, what was it called? Studio um, Ghibli. Ghibli, yeah, Ghibli movies. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it because it's great. It's just it's poignant, you know. It's just, poignant. The well, anime, favorite word. Good word. Mine. No, poignant is one of my favorite words. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. it's one of my favorite too. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it's a great. That bus scene, dude. Like, there's something about that, and every, it's not yeah. that, like everyone. It's a famous scene, but mm-hmm. it's a great scene, dude. Like, I don't know. It's just like, oh man. And dude, when he when they're flying on the on that guy who's a dragon or whatever. And, yeah. Oh my god. So cool, bro. So awesome. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's Roy. Good. I loved your point about just silence. Sometimes I don't. I think today now people who make movies a lot of them at least are a little worried to have too much silence or nothing going on because audiences mm-hmm. attention you can lose it so quick i remember seeing a clip on twitter like a year ago about a columbo scene and it was it was 30 <laughs> seconds and this was 30 seconds of a tv episode which now like they would never do this but i saw the video it's 30 seconds long all it is is Columbo entering a room? He's like walking to the telephone. He's putting quarters in, and then it starts ringing for like, and it, that's all that happens in thirty seconds. That's really oh my funny. god! It would never happen these days. It would just be like immediate. It was so cute. Why? Because of the money, just to do that, like no, just uh, like, it's like it doesn't advance the plot. Yeah, 
But it's like yeah, but it's good. Just, yeah, I know, bro. It was just good, man. Well, like um, there's been no. stuff. I remember in a Revenge of the Sith, as I, we saw that this summer. Like it was a really good yeah. scene of just Anakin and Padme, and they're on different sides of, they're on different planets, and they're both kind of they're both on a, at places with big views of the city, and they're both kind of just staring there, and it's almost as if they're talking, but there's no there's probably music, but there's no. talking in the scene and you kind of just know what they're saying slash feeling and like that's the type of stuff that makes a movie or a show really good it's when they show and don't tell 100% and it's tough to do um, it's tough to do I didn't have it is I I didn't have the biggest movie watching summer of old films but I did mention this to Julian I saw Nightcrawler recently which was the perfect movie for me because Julian you liked it right you didn't love it no, I liked it. Yeah, it was a good movie. Yeah, I my dad. A while ago. Yeah, yeah, it came out 2014. My dad thought it was solid. I really liked it because I'm a huge fan of those dark and gritty movies, and it basically covers this guy called the Nightcrawler, played by Jake Gyllenhaal. Roy, you would probably oh. know him as the Spider-Man yeah. Two villain. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Alfred Molina. No, not him. Oh, no, no, uh, Mysterio. Mysterio. Oh, that Spider-Man Two. Oh, yeah. But yeah, dude, that movie was kind of bad, but yeah. A creep in this movie. He's a loner in L.A., like no girlfriend, oh no family, God. just alone. And you see the, the first scene in the movie is him like cutting barbed wire and illegally to sell it to some <laughs> junkyard guy. Super shady stuff. He like goes to Venice Beach, steals bikes off racks, and then gives it to pawn shops so he can get money. And he eventually is just He's like, a good actor. Bro, he's so good yeah. in this. I'm not going to spoil the whole plot, of course, but he's walking around one night and he sees an accident happen and he sees these guys go in and film it and then send it off to whichever news station pays the most money. And he's like, wow, hey, that's that could be a good way to make money. And then he starts doing this, but as it keeps going on and on, he starts manipulating the crime scenes to like look better and he's starting to cause the crimes himself and it gets super Whoa. dark. What is it called? It's called the Nightcrawler, or just Nightcrawler. And Night- it really is like the point of the movie. A lot of it is how it's, of course, exaggerated, but how journalism has gotten so like shady and bad at this point. Oh, like, the media showing everything. things up. Oh, but, dude, highly recommend. It's a fantastic yeah. movie. Great pacing, too, and not that many characters. Uh, really dark, though, but very well done. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like how journalism now. Um, final blows everything up. Crazy. Uh, the what? The final. I want to say like oh, fifteen minutes that. are just crazy. good. Good uh, like plot twists and stuff. Really good plot twists and just like build up plot That was probably my right. song of the summer. Hey, yes, Eight sir. years late, but I love it. <laughs> it yeah, it's yeah. the best one. It is. <laughs> Y'all put me on it. Better late than ever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Charlie Rose came out night, eight years ago. I think I might watch a movie tonight. Yeah, bro, I, I'm thinking I, that too. It's kind of late, but I'm down. I'm gonna watch I, a movie kinda, tonight. Depending on tonight, I think. I, why yeah. not? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, why not, bro? Honestly, Julian, have you played uh, Red Dead Redemption Two? No, I haven't. Is it good? Oh. Yeah, bro, it's so good. Bowen, you're almost done with it, right? I was in kind of in the middle of it. I middle. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't finish it, of course, before the summer ended because I 
I was in like thirty early thirties and I played so much and then I got to like what? Probably fifty something percent. I forget. Yeah, they um, they need yeah. to make that into a TV show because like they did that with The Last of Us. I promise this is way better than The Last of Us. Oh, for sure. I bet I it mean, is. Like, I from what you said, it. yeah, it's it's so good, dude. The storyline is insane, and all the things. I mean, that's just the main storyline. It's insane. But if you incorporated the side stuff, like, dude, yeah. you can create a whole universe just of Red Dead. You know, yeah, and the characters are so good. Yeah. I don't think we need to do shows of the summer. I'd love to do like favorite moment or experience for each person. If you guys are cool with that, unless you have a show you're dying to discuss. All I'll say is that succession is insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, did you finish it? Yeah. Yeah, bro. It was really good. Wait, so Bowen has just started, but knowing the, what the three of us know, Julian, can you give your non-spoiler takes on that? Oh, what are you talking about? Sorry. The twists were insane. Like I was kind of falling out of it, but then as soon as I what is that? What is that quote from like Goodfellas or something? It's like as soon as I get out, they bring me right back in. <laughs> Bro, I was in the whole time. What about my favorite quote to tell to you that Brian Cox says? Fuck uh, off. Fuck off. Well, that's a classic, but he... Oh, it's like, not everyone is meant for this. Yes, bro. He tells he tells Kendall... Uh, he tells someone at one point, he's like, not everyone can live this life. And it was just such a baller quote. Yeah. You know what? Great show. Maybe you can blame should... Bowen that we're not talking about it anymore. No, I, I'm going to probably watch... Uh, hopefully, I can, if I can get the information to sign back into HBO Max. I'll probably watch an episode of that tonight. Oh, bro, enjoy. Yeah. I'm so happy yeah. that you guys all watched it. And once you finish, like, we can all discuss it in depth. And Julian, because I think the last time I saw you, you weren't even done, right? Wait, what? When did you finish the last episode? Like a week or two ago. Okay. Yeah. That ending yeah. was incredible. Having the hotel TV got to be nice, though. Yeah, that's got me. Yeah, it only has Netflix, but like, still solid cable. Something. I've been watching, um, like airplane. Like I don't know what to watch really. Um, I've been watching like this like University of Florida like Urban Meyer documentary just because. Oh, okay, that's cool. But I feel like I was. I think I was watching something else on Netflix. You were watching Quarterback, you mentioned. Yeah, that's what that's what it was. That was actually a really good show. That was entertaining. I hear they're having trouble finding commitments for season two. I heard about Yeah, that Peyton too. Manning was but saying. I don't know like, why. Yeah, like well, Mahomes won the Super you can, Bowl. You can assume why. I feel like it's kind of a distraction. I mean, yeah. Mahomes just won the Super Bowl. He was like the main guy, so... That yeah, he's Mahomes, like, bro, not because like, they filmed him. Mahomes, like, Mahomes, I feel like, is like... Um, an extenuating circumstance. Like he's gonna be good no matter what. Like I don't know if Kirk Cousins, who hasn't won Jack, should have been fucking. <laughs> Kirk what Cousins about was it Baker? Was Baker in it? I no, wish no. It was Mariota was the third, was the third one. That Ooh. had to be so boring, bro. Marcus Mariota. Oh yeah. Ooh. No yeah, I, I, I low-key care about Kirk's storyline the most, bro. He's mad entertaining. He's cool. He's cool, and he's good. 
Bro, he yeah, is. Yeah, I, like I, I like him. Quarterback I, like in the him. I want him to do. I want him to. Um, like, yeah, because year last year. For this season only, a lot of teams would trade quarterbacks for Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Yeah. I would have last year. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's not really saying much. Yeah, right but now. then he choked against my Giants, bro. Like, yeah, the booze. That's <laughs> why he's Kirk Cousins, bro. Yeah. No, nah, but yeah. like I totally forgot, and the season, and the and like the episodes covered him making like the biggest comeback in NFL history. So like Netflix that's must have been just like eating that up. They got so lucky with the content. Yeah, they crushed that for sure. That that's a show I should probably watch. Yeah. If you get the chance, get back on Attack on Titan before the finale. We need you there. <laughs> That's tough homework, but it's a great show. Dude, I also feel like I should finish Better Call Saul. Like, I just stopped abruptly. I stopped that before. for Succession and, like, maybe a while before I start. I understand. Yeah, like, it's it's oh, definitely slow. I've been I'm watching some anime, some old shows. Win- winning Time, I caught back on. Hard Knock. Roy, how good was episode five of Winning Time? It was really good, oh, bro. It's, it's so good. Time. Oh, yeah. Get Winning Time, bro. I'm so glad uh, Paul Westhead. Like, <laughs> I feel bad because no way he was that bad in real life. And now his reputation is just that. In the gutter. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Paul Westhead, I'm just assuming he was the coach in Winning Time. Not like, what did Dad say? Dad, dude, I watched Winning Time with my dad, which for those of you who don't know is um, a scripted show about the 80s Lakers. And like three times an episode, Dad's like, there's no way he would say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like this poor, uh, and like all the people are in it, like I think Jerry West, Jeannie Buss, Magic, they don't. They don't actually like the show, Kareem. They don't Jeannie like... likes the show. She does? Yeah, she said that. She said she doesn't agree with some of it, but she likes the show. And she likes uh, John C. Riley. Okay. Well, and then... Well, it's... Yeah. It's dramatized by a lot, right? Dude, yeah, but that's people's whole speech, livelihood being represented in that. Yeah. Pat Riley, like, I could see him doing that, but most of the other... Like, no way, he did that. bro. He did the whiteboard. Yeah. Exactly, but Jerry West, like he's definitely getting screwed over in his um, in how they're showing. <laughs> he's so funny, bro. Um, yeah. What did you think of the whiteboard scene? It was great. That was that was the best scene because like he was he, when he was laying into everyone. He's like, "You're not nothing. I'm not afraid of you." Okay, you made an all star team. Who cares? The retired part was the best part. Oh, to Kareem, yeah. He's like, "You retired two months ago." <laughs> <laughs> yes, great Dude. show. But I want to get to everyone's experiences this summer because not everyone's watched Winning Time on the pod. Um, okay. Well, I'm trying to think of one that like, um, it doesn't uh, even have to be one. Our experience. What was your question, Isaiah? Just like some of your highlights of summer experience-wise. Something you did, like not a movie, not a show, not music. Okay. Wedding. Well, definitely the wedding. <laughs> Can we not say the wedding? Yeah, the wedding? Hamptons. Like... Wait, we never recapped the wedding. Did we not? I thought we that's why we weren't going to bring it up. Of... We do have to give it some. Let's just, okay, all our favorite moment was the wedding. We went on some vacations. We did some other stuff. That was great. But this was like the, what's it called? I the magna that. opus of the summer. 
<laughs> back. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, my brother got married, so <laughs> I guess that that was that, that was happened. Cool. Yeah. Fans that were happened. dropping the poll on who's next to go tap it <laughs> and vote. Right, Who won the poll? <laughs> um. So I mean, in the poll, I guess let's talk about it, you guys. I mean, the boo won the poll. <laughs> He's married to the grind. I'm married yeah, to the well, game. There's a poll on who gets married next. Bro, it's a joke. No, I know, but I'm saying oh. there's a poll. What oh. are your guys' takes? Has to be story or alley. Oh. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah. think it's I think it's story. Bro, it's definitely yeah, yeah. story. I hope so. You know. But yeah, let's say let's say story were out of the equation. I'm not getting married for minimum ten years, so you don't need to worry about <laughs> what. Yeah, really? I've always you know, speaking, speaking of the wedding, I I got put next to, um, obviously on the other side of the family. But these two these two people, they both they're both going to be seniors at um the College of William and Mary, and they were telling me how they're how they met freshman year and started dating and now they're engaged and they're like 22. Oh my Ew. God. Are, are they crazy. like uh, Orthodox Jews? <laughs> bro, bro, I don't William think anyone on the, I don't think no, anyone on the family is Jewish, bro. That's the opposite. Uh, who were these people? Uh, I think one of them was a cousin and then obviously... Oh, is that who you got stuck with? <laughs> obviously, I wouldn't, I wouldn't... Wait, what did you say? Is that you got stuck with sitting next to at the table? On to the right of me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, folks, we're sorry. No, okay. Well, it was funny. So I had a good table, but like I kind of left just to go to talk to other people. Um, mm-hmm. But it was like me, Aiden, Walter, Bowen, all right next to each other. Then I look <laughs> at the other end of the table, and it's Julian. It's like eight people he's never met in his <laughs> life. I'm like, oh my god! I was excited no. out there, I was... and I didn't want to just like go there and plunk my chair there and be like, hey. Um, so I kind of just left the table. <laughs> my table yeah, was definitely I mean... the most random. Yeah, for sure. Because you mean, could tell. No, oh, sorry, Bowen. You would have more insight than me because you were in the planning process. Right. What What were you saying? I was gonna say it was very obvious who the tables were. It was It was the old people. It was Bellamy's family. It was our family. It was the bridesmaids. It was the groomsmen. It was like the younger generation where the boo got stuck. It was Gabby and her friends. It made sense. And then mine was just like me, Alexa, Nikki, Harry, one of the musicians. <laughs> <laughs> really... <laughs> was it Ray yeah. at your table? I wish. No. <laughs> oh man. Uh I I mean we try to have enough people kind of mixed in rant. Uh, this is ironic because I was talking to my mom about like with a plan the table planning and I was saying like who's going to be and like I I hope that you know I want to be sitting uh sitting next to like you know at least some of you guys in Aiden, you know. Yeah. And uh and Walter did you? And but my mom was saying like you know, yeah, of course you will. But we'll be like spread people all around so you can meet you know the other side of the family and stuff. I'm like oh yeah, you know what I I, I actually understand that. 
So I thought I I was only going to have, but they get like Aiden or maybe only have Roy or only have Walter and then that'll be that. But then it turned out where it was just me. It was the best because it was just me and my boys and like all you guys. And then what you just said was just Julian was bending for himself. Bro got thrown to the wilderness. And then you have like people. I think it was like a little it wasn't random enough and some parts were too random i don't know but overall oh my god like you guys that was some of the best just night and Five, weekend bro. and just week of my life like just seeing uh him going him and bell may go down the aisle and like dude i walked with Kalula. like he, i was a part it. of this wedding i was a part of being the best man like i don't know when I, if that's ever gonna you know, happen again, or I'll, I'll only see myself happen in my life. Who knows? You know, you never know. One, maybe one more time until like it's great. Like that honor of being that, being a part of the wedding, and then just partying for the rest of the night, hanging out with all of you guys all all weekend, and well, I mean throughout the summer, of course. But um, your speech was, was really, a banger. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for giving me so much pet talks and then, and, uh, you know, you know, pushing me to, to uh, like, yeah, just pumping me up, you know. I mean, on one end, it's not hard to be better than that one friend who said that speech <laughs> that was terrible, but yours was actually really good. Wait, wait, wait I forget. Yeah, well, Whose was terrible? Well, well. <laughs> uh, wow. Wait, wait. Was it, it was at the. It was at like the night before, right? It was the no, night before, was, bro. Alan Smithy had an off. <laughs> I'm not. We won't say names, but like, oh, he yeah, was this yeah, guy yeah. who like had grown up with Grady, who I had never seen in my life, and like had returned <laughs> from another area of the country, and was just saying inside jokes for ten minutes that no one knew. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean, I mean, you won't say names. <laughs> in the car, but he's like, I won't say who my patient is, but he directed stuff. <laughs> or have you seen oh, that Kanye? Man. Have you seen that Kanye clip where he's like, um, and I was like wrongly diagnosed by a doctor. I won't say what religion he was. He was Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> of course. That was, I remember that, bro. That's crazy. That's crazy, dude. Well, I mean, to be fair, he's not telling. I mean, there are a lot of Jewish doctors. <laughs> Guys, super dude, random God. quibble. Very yeah, first world quibble. But I get my, my seat placard with my name, and I go to the table for the wedding, and my name just wasn't there. And I was looking around for 10 minutes where my seat was. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that did happen, by the way. That did. Wow, man. That remember, <laughs> remember when we had Thanksgiving at John and Susie's, and they spelled your name wrong. <laughs> no, but I <laughs> Do you remember did. that. Well, well, that was like a nah, nine years ago. Funny man. Oh, yeah, I could see that happening. <laughs> definitely, definitely happened. Um, That's so classic. Yeah, but dude, that wedding, like. Us, what, what, man, like, I, it's so hard to choose a best part. The dance I mean, floor, man, the, the chairs. Dance floor, That's yeah. with a chair and walk, having, seeing them walking down the aisle. Oh, yeah, bro. Man, they were sick. And, and me walking down, I mean, I walked down. From the crowd, dude, I, I had an aisle seat. It was, like, the 
like WWE characters coming out of the tunnel. It was sick. <laughs> I'm like, let's go. Like oh, Harry man. would come up and Ray and Anthony, and I would just be cheering them on, throwing flowers at everyone. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And just and for me, just seeing everyone, which is so great. Like obviously you guys and family, but then seeing people I haven't seen that much or other people, I'm like wow, like Coach Smith, a coach actually came today at the end of me. Uh, I got an electric scooter now from him, and I got to hang out with him. But Coach, just, he went to your college? Yeah, he did. He's come before. Oh, but, oh sick. Yeah. Who yeah. went awesome. Coach did. Coach oh, Samir. Yeah, Coach Samir. Um, so that was awesome. But just seeing, like, everyone and go- – and people coming up to me the entire time, like, oh, like, how are you doing? Or the speech or whatever. I'm like, whoa, I, I don't know. Like, how do I, I can't hang out with people. But then I'm going to so many people and talking. It was just like a really interesting. You're a celebrity. Experience. You crushed yeah, it. That, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, congratulations. Someone, I think, oh, wait, no, never mind. Never mind. But it was, it was, it was. It was interesting just yeah, having the in and out experience. at the end of the night. Oh my god, dude! Oh my that god, I need to dude. explain to these listeners how rare <laughs> this was. So, it's about it. depending on how yeah. many people, it's like roughly 1500 to 2000 to rent an in and out truck. But uh-huh. when you rent in and out trucks, they're required not to have fries because it's some oil fire hazard or some ridiculous reason. So Bowen's, I don't know, I think it was Bill or Sean who made the final call, but out of nowhere, like these, it's 12 o'clock, it's midnight where we've been dancing all night and we're ready for a second round of food. They just start coming, these burgers and the fries and me being such an in and out fiend, knowing this <laughs> obscure little detail, I'm like, wait, how are they doing this? They're not allowed to bring the fries. What? <laughs> and Bill comes to me. He's like, don't worry. We had someone go and pick it up. I'm like, that's next level. If I were Bill, I would have been like, like, I just like, I have some connections. I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> I told him my name. It was incredible, bro. I like, put in the call. I told him Julian Kevnitz was going to be at the wedding and they were like, say less. <laughs> They're like who? The boo, he's coming. <laughs> um, make way. <laughs> make way for the local legend. Set him up um, with eight random. <laughs> the boo's gonna be there, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you heard of it. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even eat a burger. And, and, I was so full, but and, I had so many fries. And two things about that burger. Well, first yes. of all, we had it la- the night before, and I was gonna say, you guys, it's gonna be at the wedding, but I wasn't sure because it wasn't like a hundred percent, and he was at the night. Surprise! Whoa, so bomb! And okay, so first of all, I saw. It. Hello. Because great, he's out for a sec, bro. <laughs> yeah, you fully just didn't like the audio did not pick up. When you just <laughs> oh no! Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm like, sorry. did I cut out? <laughs> no. Uh, okay. Okay. You're on. Go. So, so we get you know the in out is coming, and the two crazy things happen. One, and he's kosher, so he. Wow. 
yeah. So he had it because it didn't have any, you know, any dairy or anything. Yeah. So, um, well, it depends. Like some of them did, some of them didn't. So he was like, oh my God, this is gas. I haven't had this shit in like a long time. So that was awesome to see him being eating that. It was just awesome. Shout out to you, Aiden, bro. Like you had a great time. It was awesome. Respect just Aiden. Spending so Aiden much time with you and, and Walter. Like both of you guys made a huge difference coming um, and made the night. Anyway, and the second thing about in and out that was crazy was my dad in his entire life has never had one bite of an in and out burger. No way. Yeah. Uh huh. He's lived here his entire life. Uh, and what was like his philosophy behind that? He's like, it wasn't like obviously now he's a health freak, but before, I mean, you know, when he was younger, you would would ever eat whatever, but. He just never had it. He didn't have a really philosophy behind it. He just never had it. And I'm just shocked. Because you live here, and people all around the world come to L.A. literally to have fucking in and out Like, that's just crazy to me. So, Worth it. I, I literally am – I'm just going to say this because it's true. I was not, – not definitely not drunk by any means. But I was definitely tipsy because, you know. Uh, I literally go up to him and, like <laughs> – I'm like, Dad, you got to try this. <laughs> and he's like, what? And I'm like, Dad, you got to try this in and out. And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I've, I've, you know, you know me. I'm not going to eat this. I'm like, Dad, you got to try it. I'm like, okay. And he took one bite. And I was like, yes, you tried it. And he, <laughs> <laughs> I was so he like happy it? about it. Yeah, he said, yeah. He's like, yeah, this is good. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I, and that was that. But it was just enough for me to be happy about it. And my dad, I've always been trying to take him to like, come on, dad, just one, just one bite. Like, seriously, there's literally, and it reminds me, there's literally, and I have to just say it, there's an episode of SpongeBob where SpongeBob tries to convince Squidward to eat just one bite of a Krabby Patty, and it takes him like it's all he does all this crazy stuff for him to eat a Krabby Patty. It was literally that from my dad, like just one bite. And the episode is called "Just One Bite," so it's just a parallel to like just one <laughs> bite, Dad. Come in, it's not going to kill you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was awesome. Probably the best highlight of the entire summer. My dad eating it now. <laughs> Oh That's my great, god! Man. Someone's highlight is probably their dad not eating it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly. Other than the wedding, which we all agree was a blast, let's all do a little rapid fire for a couple favorite moments of the summer. Then wrap it up since we're going over. And my producer says we need to fit in some ads. <laughs> no, sure. we're not yeah. going over. We can chill. Um, yeah. No, but I mean, I do have some other stuff I gotta do. From- It'd be nice to wrap it up. But you're we right. Do... Let's go five more minutes, Max. We, I mean, yeah, we well, can do well, like Isaiah, what we're what looking we forward say? to. Um, well, what what else? What else was fun? I mean, Catalina. Uh, didn't we talk wow. about that though? No. I think we probably did. Catalina the last podcast was on the Spider-Man movie, bro. Damn, dude. We're such frauds. We're not frauds, bro. Like, we're just progressing. We're life. We're living life. <laughs> yeah, we're living it. Just not we're not getting paid to do this. We're yeah, having this is all for the love here. of the game. 
Yeah. But I think we should be more consistent. It should be like at least once a month again. Maybe. Hopefully. Uh, are we? Are we? Are you guys there? Yeah. 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 All right. Um, okay, Julian. Okay. Give us your give us your favorite moments of the summer that you personally experienced. Well, I really enjoyed. I didn't think it was um going into it. I didn't have high expectations. Um, even though I did it the previous summer before, but working my job this summer was a lot of fun. It was very just like, it didn't have to put a lot of brain power into it. I just got to like hang out with like a bunch of just like chill kids my age, like as counselors, like working as a summer camp counselor and then just like really funny, like eight year olds and like their funny antics and stuff. Like, (laughs) um, it was just like body. Yeah, no, it was it was just a good experience. I I'll, I enjoyed it. I'll miss it. I'm not gonna do it next summer, but um, I'm really glad I got to do it. It's just like it doesn't sound like it, but it's very relaxing. It just like there wasn't a lot of substance to it, which I liked because like I feel like this during the school year, like life is just so intense, um, and like it was just nice to kind of just like lay back and not really like do much thinking, but. Um, and then specifically the last day was so much fun. They just had like a bunch of, they had like a field day for the kids, but like, obviously the counselors participated and like me and my favorite camper, we like won one of the events. It was just really wholesome. And then there was a a foam bubble machine (laughs) thing that they had. And I was like going in it with the kids. It was mad funny. Um, and no, like I was just so happy that day. It was just really enjoyable. Oh, awesome, dude! I love that. That's great. Yeah, that's the best part of summer. Camp. Remember dodgeball. Camp. You're special. You are special. All right, Bowen, you're cool. up. Uh, besides the, of course, wedding. I uh, probably. Oh man. I mean, I had a great time working with kids too, at, with Coach yeah. as well. But I think like the other highlight was definitely Catalina. I mean, it was like that Catalina and Hawaii, which was awesome. Um, that I can think of like there's no been... Well, I mean, getting my black belt, but like something I actually, you know, did for a prolonged period of time. Probably definitely Catalina. I would say like with you guys, that was just awesome. You know, it was just a great trip. I'm glad. And I would love to plan something this winter, which we can talk about that later, of course, but I really want to do something. Like Roy and I were discussing. So, that'd be um, awesome. so yeah, yeah, I mean, I we had an amazing trip to New York and the Hamptons. I don't know, Isaiah, were you going to pick that? Bro, go for it. Like, do no, because I'll pick something else. I just, I got like last three. weekend, okay, uh, yeah, New York and the Hamptons. We went for three days in the city, kind of for my birthday, just to kind of – our dad's friend has been wanting us to get us out to the Hamptons. So we did half in the city and then half in the Hamptons. And luckily, we – Bowen's family let us stay at their place, and then we got to crash on my dad's friends. And it was just awesome, like, nights staying up late, talking, wa- watching shows, going out, shopping, dinners, a lot of nice dinners. Um, outdoor movie the <laughs> movie at the park outdoor movies swimming um playing basketball 
just just fun vibes, man. And what was kind of cool about the Hamptons is unless you're out of place, there wasn't really internet service. So you kind of just had to spend the time with other people and yeah. you could just take pictures. And like that, that was the best part. Dude, well said. And what was your other? You clearly just went to Vegas, which just got into yeah. the summer buzzer beater. Yeah, I guess summer <laughs> buzzer beater. We were in Las Vegas last weekend. Oh, um, how was that? It was really fun, bro. We just went out to a few places. It sucks because we spent like a hundred to get into this club one night, and then my friend sent me this app to get us on the guest list for the next night. So second night was free, first night not so much, but it was fun. Wait, you spent a hundred bucks each? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, was that the Calvin did Harris you gamble? One? That was Calvin Harris. Oh yeah, yeah. what the hell? Dude, that's you just like it. saw Calvin Harris. That's sick, dude. That's yeah, it was so sick, sick. Bro. It was sick. Dad, he was awesome. Did he play summer? Yeah, he played summer. Everyone went crazy. Summer's a banger, bro. Dude, he's the most summer guy ever. Like, every song is just like, every summer, all the girls go crazy. Well, I bet you. I mean, I saw him at Coachella. So, he's awesome. Yeah, and then, like, so many big artists from the city. Drake had a tour. Travis Scott and Don Tolliver were at a club. It was awesome. Wait, did you see them? No, no, no. Tough look, but... One day they were at a gamble. Duke. I did gamble net negative 75. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, Bro, games? Could, what games? I could have been a plus 25, but it's just so fun to like keep playing more hands and then all of a sudden I'm out. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm not gonna lose anymore. <laughs> What'd you uh, play, Blackjack? What game? Yeah, Blackjack, Blackjack. Cool. Um, some people wow. were like, they throw the dice, and I tried watching that for like 15 minutes. I have no idea how they play that. They just throw <laughs> the dice, and then like things oh, happen. Yeah, crabs. I don't, I don't get how to play that, but um, I can't play any of the games. Dude, you can really play blackjack. I could. I uh, yeah, I like when I went to Canada where it's like 18 or whatever or 19. It's like the Canadian thing. Um, <laughs> I, well, you were in Europe of, too. I did a lot of roulette because like that shit was just like it was basically like obviously the odds are not in your favor but it's just like red or black like it's not that deep yeah 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 true. we got well, a did you do any in europe oh uh, no i didn't actually no okay never Arm stuff um is there anything y'all are looking for? Oh, Isaiah's highlight of the summer. Oh, yeah. So, it, it was, dude, you got to go, like, I could go quick, like, five of them. I mean, you or six. You even got the, the wedding. You have New York City, which was its own special experience. Getting to celebrate Roy's birthday, get Carbone. Um, then you had Hamptons, which Roy went over all that, which was epic. That's three. And then, for me, I had um, the Drake concert, which was so sick. Like, I got to see Drake for the first time. Um what else? There was another one that I really enjoyed. It was uh, it was even like simple stuff going to the Academy of Motion Pictures Museum with our dad and yeah. um, cousin. Our basketball know, league. Our basketball league. And then my favorite to end the summer, which is just such a like, Julian, you heard Summer's Over Interlude, right? That song. No. Oh. 
Well, anyways, it was just like a very nostalgic, fun end to summer Malibu chili cook-off classic. Oh, yeah. Ran into like eight friends there, bro. Like, it was super good vibes. We'll go next summer. Dude, 100%. The ride was so fun. Like, I was playing ping pong. I was eating chili. It was was just great vibes. (laughs) Um... Playing ping pong and eating chili. What more could you ask for? Um... Oh, Julian, are you going to Story's party? What is it tomorrow? Yeah, right. Free yeah. tacos. Um, I don't know. Um, kind of far. USC's playing, and I was just like in Beverly. Oh, that's. So I don't wanna. That's true. Oh yeah, how are the football games, bro? Y'all have, like the best man in the country. Yeah, we're we've killed our first two teams, but it's like not that impressive. So like I haven't really made it past uh, halftime at a game. <laughs> <laughs> Um, cause just cause like I'm tired cause we do, my frat has been doing like tailgates before That's and those fun. have been fun. Um, but yeah, honestly, like it's a great atmosphere. Like it's a, just like a sea of red. It's insane. Like, um, but no, I, I really enjoy it. And I mean, tomorrow, tomorrow's game is like a night game, but like it's against Stanford who we're going to kill again. So like, I wish we had more competition, but like. The vibes are still very cool there. Like, it's definitely something, like, I'm glad I experienced. I'm experiencing. That's dope. Yeah, Caleb Williams, I mean, he should take you to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. If he sure. doesn't, he's really disappointed. You'll have to step in as QB next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might forego the draft. Really? Yeah. Or, like, like his, dad, his dad was alluding to it because, like, he was saying, like, if we don't see the right, um, like, circus situations or the something. The Cardinals. He could always go back to another, another, um, he could always go back for another year of school, which I obviously would love, but. Yeah. Um, should we do one thing we're looking forward to and then call it? Sure. Sure. Um. All right. Does anyone go first? You can go first if you have. Yeah. Okay. Uh, something I'm looking forward to. Yeah. I mean, we bring this up like every time, but the beach house. I mean, that's a good. Oh, that's true. Now. That's true. Uh, that's something I literally been thinking about. It's in most very... folks. It is. It's looking. Uh, they're putting. I think the electrical in pretty soon. That sounds so, like something real. That's good. Which will uh, really. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't believe it no bro i'm just like for eight years it's been like oh they put in some pipe and now it's like oh electric. yeah oh, like, oh yeah i know yeah. Like, no, well, they real, didn't, well they didn't do no it was even worse they didn't do anything for it. yeah exactly <laughs> and then the last year so it's, it's only been like a year where they've actually done stuff yeah dude electrical's no joke that's like you could start to actually do stuff yeah, that's great. That's a good thing to look forward to. What else um, am I in? I can segue off that pretty well because I was actually talking to my boy Jacob today. I'm very much looking forward. We have a day planned. Any cousin obviously would be welcome to come. I hope all of you are in town at this point. But during the summer, we're going to use his jet ski. We're all going to mm. go on it. We're going to hang up a Jacob's house, which is five minutes from Bowens. We're gonna play pickleball there and basketball in Malibu, and then just like have a great day. 
Yeah, that's awesome. That's a vibe. What else am I looking forward to that maybe is soon? I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, just as, as things are progressing now, I'm feeling more settled into school and hanging out with more friends, going out. And I just went to like this improv thing with my friends, like right before we start. Well, we came back right before we started this podcast. And um, yeah, I mean, just all the good stuff that's gonna that's coming, you know. Hundred percent, Julian. I'm excited to move into my real apartment, whatever that may be. Yeah. Um, because I mean, once it's done, I think it'll be, it'll be more immersed into the college experience, and I won't have to deal with, um, you know, having to Uber to class and stuff. Like I'll be basically on campus. Maybe you have um, a fridge. And yeah, I'll also have suite mates, which. Hopefully, we'll bring mostly positive, just so I have, like, people to talk to and chill with. Because, like, I'm just, like, once I get, like, like, single obviously has its perks, you know? Like, obviously, like, my peace and quiet, but, like, also, nice to have people to talk to at the same time. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm just excited to have, like, a a living space. Dude, respect to that. And Roy, before you go, I gotta say, movie-wise, I'm most excited for Killers of the Flower Moon. But um, Roy, mm-hmm. all you. Uh, mine would probably be <laughs> coming home <laughs> in like a month and a half, and it, we're gonna have our fantasy basketball draft, and the new Spider-Man game comes out that weekend, and I'm so happy it, it aligned correctly. I'm gonna be playing that all weekend, just having fun. And then we have our draft, and I'm just looking forward to that. Fire, bro. That's Dude, that, yeah. Life is so good for That's all right. of us. That's right. Yeah, bro. We're lucky. Yep. To get to experience I'll, it with you oh, guys. Oh, yeah. Then I'll, I'll, get to, I'll get to see you then for, like, a few days. Oh, will you be there? Because, I mean, you said in a month and a half. I mean, I'll probably, depending, I mean, when my break is, or maybe I'll just come in for, like, the weekend or whatever. I don't know. Wait, what yeah. weekend is yours, Roy? Uh, it's October twentieth. Huh. Yeah, I think it. I don't know. We'll see. If it doesn't align, then maybe I'll just come in for like the weekend and I get to see you. And then, uh, but hopefully it does just align with my little break, whenever it is. Good boys. Oh, do you have a like a fall break? I have a fall break and then Thanksgiving. Well, Thanksgiving's later, but um, you have a fall break that's in October. Oh, Guys, this was an action-packed podcast. We really covered it. Yeah, a it's a, a little. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Very happy. Long, but good. We could get together again, boys. Um, yeah, sure, this you was guys. a pleasure. Always great talking. Roy, why don't you sign us off like you always do? Uh, Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it and hope you enjoyed it. Um, we love you and thank you again. Have a good night. Peace out. Right. Bye, boys. Peace, you guys.